Yeah, I, that's that's brave. You know, uh, being like uh, just going back to that well right away. Can you think of like what is another band that if they had done like a one hit wonder, like let's just say let's say Chumba Wumba, if they okay. were like if they were like remember when you got knocked down last summer and got up again. <laughs> Remember pissing the night away. It's like, awesome. This Remember, is such a good new song. I really like that. I mean, I know they broke up finally, but shit, I'd listen to that. Chumba Wumba like we did, uh, tub thumping like we did last summer. Yep. <laughs> Remember, you had a vodka drink. Yep. I had a lager drink. He yep. had a cider drink. We sung songs about the good times last year. Yep. We'll sing songs about the better times this year. <laughs> uh, you know, I I like that when it loses in flow, it makes up in, in just like uh, pure word explanation. Count. Yeah, word. <laughs> well, you know, they really this set is, the context for me, and I appreciate it. Is this job? Uh, Chumbawamba's longest song ever. <laughs> it's, well, it's it's at least twice as long because they're constantly having to explain that. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> then we had her come in and she is just like pissing the night away. <laughs> remember pissing the night away. Uh, I like it. Shit, I'm gonna re I'm gonna record that shit. Yeah, that's yeah, what we that's should it. do. We should do an entire album that are just direct sequels to songs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how you went to the Hotel California? I hope you gave us five stars. <laughs> Welcome back to another summer at the Hotel California. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. <laughs> oh, that's, I don't know. Man. Oh, I think wait, you may have happened. just oh, crossed no. over into not safe for work territory. <laughs> Remember to, don't forget. Let's go. go. You know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh-huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer, stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds. Keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Well, Pop Saga had our hundred sold. We've had a thousand tangents. But people, you and luck, because up our sleeve is a brand new episode of Magic. We've got some Marvel comic news to talk about this day. Some hot takes on Obi-Wan that you'll just need to hear us say. Rounding out this talking fest is our thoughts on Doctor Strange. See, all you gotta do is sit back and you'll hear us say... Have some of column A, try all of columns B and C. We are in the mood to help you, toods. You ain't never heard a pod like this. 
As always, I am joined by Forrest. Who asked this? Can your friends drink this? Do your friends drink that? Do your friends pull booze from their little slacks? And looky here, I am John, who takes excellent, beloved songs from questionable children movies and butchers the hell out of them because I'm an agent of chaos. There you go. Keep Aladdin's name out of your mouth. (laughs) I said, keep Aladdin's name out of your fucking mouth. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I had to do it for some strange reason. Uh, I was just like, I know I had to cover the intro for this episode. Sure. And and I was just like, friend like me, of course, let's do it. <laughs> of course, yeah. It relates so much to what we're going to be talking about. Kind of, right? It deals with magic. Talk about <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yep, yeah. That was crazy in, the, in Doctor Strange when they, went, when they went to the genie dimension. <laughs> that was cool, though. Oh, wait, spoilers, spoilers. Oops. Look at you. Look at you spoiling things. Anyway, we'll do it. I'll listen to it. If I don't like it, I'll cut it out. And um, oh, I'll, I think it's I'll staying in. It probably is because oh, I'm fairly I lazy. I think it's staying in. Oh, I think I'll go back and re-edit the episode if it doesn't stay in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's for sure staying in. That was good stuff. Perfect. Perfect. I really need to add that to this soundboard. If I got rid of all the other sounds, perfect is the one I need. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Perfection. Uh, you get know, like 15 different versions of versions. someone saying perfect. 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 Flawless victory. Well, I got that one. Everyone has that one. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have a flawless victory. Boo. Boo my soundboard. Boo. Boo. Oh, <laughs> lacking. Yeah, I mean, I have. I find your soundboard wanting. Yeah, I need to add that in there. I got. Fatality. I haven't removed that one yet, but I need that flawless victory. Yeah, I mean, could think about how many good places they would use it. Oh, they could eat. On the list shows? Oh, yeah, of course. Like <laughs> Just yeah, to punctuate like... your own point. Yeah, because, you know, it'll be. We'll be playing and whatever, and it'll be like this, right? And you'd be like, this is the greatest theme song ever. And I'll be like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Fatality. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, we could, you could work on it a little. <laughs> it's, well, it's, all, it's almost something. Yeah, I mean, I'll get there. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, I got it. It plays. Uh-huh. And then I'm like. Yep, I remember that. Infuriating. me, 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 me. And they're like, this song sucks. And then I go, fatality. Okay. There you go. That yeah, one worked better. There. Okay, I'll, keep, I'll keep working. Just keep workshopping it. I will spend actual time editing this thing together so I don't even need to uh, do anything anymore. It'll just be automated. <laughs> Fantastic. Just a soundboard of your comments so you could just automate that. <laughs> You're wrong. Ah, <laughs> uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> Your ideas suck. Get better <laughs> ideas. 
whatever you were talking about, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun stuff. It's a fun show. Um, <laughs> but, nope. Uh, there you go. See? I mean, you're well on your way. Just clip these out and you got yourself a, uh, you could just take a nap and then have one of those birds, those little dipping birds. I'll just push the little buttons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. There you you go. think you think I could feed an a, a vocal AI all the episodes we've done so far, and then have it just programmed to respond to whatever you say? Well, maybe yeah. I mean, I, that would certainly be an interesting experiment. Maybe the, they could use the same technology they used in James Earl Jones when we talk about <laughs> when, they, when we talk about uh, Obi Wan later. Spoiler alert. Yeah, way spoils. No, not well. I guess unless you haven't seen any Obi Wan, but anyway, uh, we'll get to that eventually. Because first up on the dog head is uh, uh, we've got a big uh, departure on our a big creative uh, comic book departure on our hands. That is correct. I've decided to stop buying comic books because <laughs> in protest or. It seemed like that was a that, that was a his his idea move, right? Oh, reading comprehension has never been my strong so so I thought he was telling me to stop reading comics. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, this is kind of you know, like a lot of people don't think about Marvel comics and who you know the editor in chief was, but it was like you know Joe Quesada who was. Before he was editor-in-chief, he's just a comic artist that I would love seeing his stuff. And, you know, drew a lot of cool books. And somehow, like, lucked into this role of being editor-in-chief and actually helping Marvel survive its bankruptcy and, you know, thriving to kind of what it is today, to be honest. And, you know, I don't think he gets a lot of, a lot more credit than he probably should for that. Yeah, he's been the editor-in-chief for the past 22 years, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a, a crazy long time to be in any one job to begin with, but oversaw a, uh, a, a pretty interesting time at Marvel, I'd say. I mean, the, they're some of the most iconic storylines that are being adapted to movies and uh, that, that are very memorable for the last 22 years. I mean, you have him at least in part to thank. Yeah, if you enjoyed the like uh, House of M, Civil War, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the yeah. the Ultimates line, Siege, uh, Siege, yeah, those are all kind of his works. Uh, yeah, I remember he started working on like what Marvel Knights, which mm-hmm. was a real cool book because it just dealt with a bunch of heroes at the time that no one gave two sheets to the wind about street like, level it, heroes, as they're called. Yeah, it was like, you know, Punisher, Daredevil, Black Panther, um, if I remember correctly. And it it blew up. Like, it was like, wow, these guys are pretty cool. <laughs> just not about Spider-Man anymore. I like this Black Panther guy. Oh, Give him a gun. He's cool. It's cool that it, I think it was really even cooler. And I'm sorry I didn't introduce you before, but was to have uh, wrong-sounding McGruff uh, back on the show. <laughs> What are you talking about? This is a pitch perfect McGruff that yeah, also no, can suit yeah. in for any sort of angry person voice on the internet. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by. I really appreciate you. Anytime. 
I, I mean, Joe Quesada is also um, responsible for probably one of the most questionable things that they've ever done, which was uh, Spider-Man One More Day. Ooh. Which, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, he's this. He's got. He's had his ups and downs. You know. Don't I mean, let's, uh, let us not forget Hydra Cap. Well, I think at that point he was more—I don't want to say like advisory role at a certain point, but it feels like because uh, what's his face, uh, Fihi took over as chief creative officer, which I think did impact the comics division. So maybe Hydra Cap's a Fihi idea. Mm. Well, I guess we'll never know. I mean, you know what we will know is that Quesada, who is an artist, and like, it actually his style's really was really unique at the time. Um, he's not like my favorite artist, but he is someone. When I saw that he was going to be on a book, I would be like, "Cool, this is going to be good." But he wasn't like uh, uh, Olivier uh, Coipel. Whatever you pronounce this, I'm so sorry, uh, sir. <laughs> you are such a good artist, and I just butchered your name, but you were so incredible. Um, yeah, I, he was, but he was definitely one of. Uh, he, he was someone I would never not want to. Or someone I wouldn't be sad uh, to see working on a book. Yeah, well, I so I remember his Batman Azrael, like. Uh, not a run, but it was like a story that he did was pretty cool because it was like Batman's wearing long johns underneath his fucking costume because he's in like cold climate and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was pretty cool. I also, for the longest time, had a uh, rogues gallery poster that Quesada did, which oh, cool. was all of, you know, like he, he drew a pretty wicked looking Joker. Um, I mean, I'll be excited. He, he's already got stuff lined up, obviously. Like at this point, I'm sure he's pretty comfortable and just setting up whatever he wants to do so oh, it'll yeah, be good to get he's fine yeah to be able to be able to get some new you know new takes see what he comes up with see if we can get another ninjack you know what i mean like yeah i'd love to i i can't wait to see what he does outside of marvel sandbox in his own you know where he's sort of uh unrestrained by the uh the legacy exactly exactly well um I don't know. That's all I had on this. Uh, to uh, Joe Quesada, enjoy your time being creative. Yeah, you're here. Yeah, I am. Uh, in your honor, I am uh, enjoying an aviation cocktail, uh, pre-made cocktail in a little, a fun little bottle. Oh, that's good. Well, uh, I mean, it, the, uh, you decant it from that bottle, but it comes in a fun little. Looks like it might house a potion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I got one of those things sitting downstairs. They're like, you put gin in it. And I'm like, do I want to? Mine comes with gin already inside. It's all there for you. And it's got the maraschino flavor, and it's got the violet, you know, that, that kind of aperitif. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, lime, I... Lime juice in there. It's good. I've never had an aviation cocktail before. Yeah, no, well, I've, uh, I'm just drinking a Corona. Oh, nice. Because somehow, some way, someone brought like four boxes of their uh, Corona little cans to my house and no one else is drinking them, so. 
Got to wow, get them out of the house some way. Yeah, you're, it, you're Corona rich. Yeah, you would think so. Like I also have a whole like I have a, like a 24 pack of Australia, which is like another Corona esque beer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that's sitting outside of the fridge. I don't know. Whenever I'm gonna get trying to drink it, I keep trying to palm it off to people, and everyone's like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> They're uh, like, what's that over there? And then you just hear the sounds of the running away. Yeah, though. Where's he gone? Yeah, I, in fact, just yesterday I knew um, my wife was heading off to a party. I was like, eh? Take this. They yeah. love, they'll they love it. And she's like, <laughs> we'll use it for when we have a party. <laughs> she's and like, I'm John, like, I want to go. I want to see these people again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> then why did we buy it in the first place? Yeah, you know, whatever. Maybe you're uh, in possession of an SCP, uh, uh, some sort of uh, extraordinary paranormal object. Now you've you've inherited this case of uh, Estrella beer, and mm-hmm. you can never rid yourself of it. It's the, now it is you like it'll be one of those things where you'll throw it out into the street in a fit of rage. You'll turn around and it's right back in the house. Oh, Good shit. You mean I got a Friday the 13th the series going on in my house? Exactly. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that, that is a reference that is more in line with our previous uh catalog of references. SCP is more of a more of a recentish thing. Yeah. Well, sure. That's fine. I just I just uh, I heard SCP and I was just like, I don't know what that means. Um uh, and then you explained it, and I was just like, oh, shit, that reminds me of all the episodes of Friday the 13th, the series, which had nothing to do with Jason and had uh, all to do about haunted curios. And at one of those, I've never seen them just have, like, a case of beer. And now you're telling me I have that in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I am quite terrified right now. <laughs> well, I'm sure it got canceled before the case of beer episode. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> I used to watch those. Uh, I used to watch those Friday the Thirteenth the series episodes, and I didn't really. We didn't have like access back when it was on. I didn't have access to the kind of information that we have now, and mm-hmm. I remember watching each one, being like, "Yeah, but like Jason's gonna be in one of these." <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm like, but- okay, yeah, there's curios, but like, if I look really hard, there's gonna be a Jason mask on one of those shelves, right? And he's gonna be like, hey, "Give me that back." <laughs> <laughs> There's my mask. <laughs> Where's my mask? Oh my god! It's okay. He just wanted his mask back or mask back. Oh uh, yeah, and fuck, I, I did too. You know, I'd be on the lookout, like because if you ever watched Freddy's Nightmares, which was just another rip on Friday the Thirteenth the series, they at least had one episode with Freddy in it. Yeah, and it and it was Freddy's origin story. Ooh, can't show that on TV. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, well, you'd be surprised what Coffee TV 20 out here would show. Uh-huh. And, and they sure as hell show that. It, you can actually watch it on YouTube. Oh, cool. I'm not going to, um, but. Yeah, no, I'm not telling cool you. Cool to know that, that you know, it's out there. It's out there for someone, and you could watch it, but at least it had Freddy, so then you're just kind of like, oh, just keep watching it for Freddy. Even though he, you know, like introed shit, he's like, ah, wasn't that funny? And you're like, <laughs> funny? Was there a lot of funny episodes on there? Well, you know, Freddie, what Freddie finds funny versus what other people like, 
would find funny is probably slightly different, but you know, he's he like, does have what... a, a bit of a twisted sense of humor. This is a laugh riot, you know, and then it would, because someone would have rioted or something, and you know, he's he's the he's the the, the prince of puns. You know what what could I say? It sounds like he's biting the crib keeper style a little bit. Honestly, I would probably take. Hmm, that's a good question. Freddy or the Crypt Keeper? Like, I feel they, I feel like I could not party with either one of them. Uh, I feel like the Crypt Keeper at least has a pretty cool underground, you know, crypt you could go. That, that's it's got, true. It's got lots of, I mean, it's got some cobwebs, but in terms yeah. of atmosphere, and he's just going to sit in that chair, you know? <laughs> he's yeah. not even, you're not even, you can kind of get away from him, go to another room. And he's making puns by just like somebody accidentally sticks a fork in his socket. And (laughs) he's going to be like, wasn't that shocking? And everyone's going to laugh. That's true. What a shocking end. All right, Crypt Yeah, okay, okay. Cool down. (laughs) The well is dry. Yeah, we get it. We know know your puns. We get it. You just don't want to talk about last night's game? (laughs) You could say that he was kicking to one side. Uh, dude, I just want to talk about how he missed that. The special teams missed that upright. <laughs> I was too busy watching the skeleton luge. All right, we have to talk about Crew Keeper. I'm out of here. Let <laughs> <laughs> me go see what Freddy's up to. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you got to hang out in a broiler room all the time? Yeah, it's come on. He's right. just like a. It smells terrible down here. <laughs> <laughs> just like I like it stinky. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna go see what Jason's curio shop is up to. <laughs> I run the place now. I killed everyone in here, and I felt bad. It's this place has a lot of history, and it's like really, it's really uh, important to the sort of history and culture of this neighborhood. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. Someone's uh-huh. got to keep it running. I guess it's mm-hmm. got to be Jason. I mean, I, I, I respect that. Uh, how much for the monkey's paw? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, it's it's uh, it's 50% off because somebody already used two wishes. Oh, so, I, so does the thumb count as a wish? Or is it just out there? Uh, uh, yeah. Like, do I get three more wishes out of it? If I don't get my three wishes, I'm going to come back and return it. Well, listen, I don't want to spoil anything, but probably you'll only get through two before the the ironic consequences catch up with you. So you're saying kinda, I can I yeah. can wish one time. I mean, the uh, sure. Uh all sales are final. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit about Obi-Wan. Okay. Uh, uh, see, you just want to jump right into it. I was. Are you gonna? S- <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Okay. This honestly needs to be on a shirt. Yep. Uh, spoilers, spoilers, but like real spoilers. If double you're not... broilers, spoilers, spoilers, double broilers. Uh... Uh, fire burn and cauldron bubble. That's how. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's right. The spoiler. The spoiler witch has been uh, notified, and uh, and the spoiler uh, incantation has been um, performed. 
Yep. So uh, if you don't want any of that, just jump ahead to uh, uh, Doctor Strange. If you haven't seen that, then we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> and that's where we say goodbye for yeah, this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, so just keep that in mind as we're going through this. Major spoilers. I I I, I feel like with this show needs to be said more so than uh, Bob Fa. And well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what are you spoiling it, Bob? Well, you know. This one's got zippers, unlike anything else in Star Wars. Cool. Good well, good place to to burn that capital. Well, I mean, it's like zippers are easier. Boba Fett likes the zippers. Uh, so far, Obi Wan no zippers uh, that we yeah. can see. <laughs> Maybe they digitally took them out. All right, well, like you said, incantation has been said. Um, all right, let's talk it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we talked a little bit last episode about it. Yep, yep. Um, so you got our general sort of thoughts on the series so far, but uh, episode three was a real wild one. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> it was so real wild so we got from the first let's just start from the things that we got confirmed number one grand inquisitor is dead so very interested to see how that uh resolves itself by the end because they are not decanonizing rebels i mean i would certainly hope not when you got a whole ahsoka show that's going to be featuring a bunch of them characters yeah like you figure like some of these events would have to happen and the Inquisitor is kind of a big deal. So I'm hoping they like clone his ass or something. Yeah. I mean, clones are a big part of star Wars, so you can always count on a clone. Although I'll tell you what, if the next clone has a like thinner, longer head and that first guy with the thick boy, uh, thick boy, grand inquisitor was just like a pro like a, result of the cloning gone wrong then that would be really funny i mean at least it would be a real quick way for them to retcon some shit yeah. they're just like okay well, we can fix it in post we, we just need uh five weeks of cover episodes can you get us that Con <laughs> we'll control it. t for transform and squish <laughs> uh but uh yeah that was so that was real because I, I if you listened to us last episode my prediction was that he was just not dead. Like they were, we were, they were gonna show him at a inside a back to tank at the end of this episode or something, and the Grand Inquisitor <laughs> is coming back. Not like I would care, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. Well, we know it's not about him, and they sure as shit was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, the Obi Wan killed him. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> it was just like Vader oh. is very trusting in that way. Huh? I mean, Vader doesn't give a shit. Um, I get you know that's the big get right is that we we get to see Darth Vader. We see um, a lot more of Darth Vader than I was expecting. Let's just say that much. I you know one thing I've never seen Darth Vader do. Um, sit, sit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was sitting in his uh, Tie Fighter, and he was sitting when he was on the Death Star in Empire Strikes Back when he was getting his helmet put back on. Yeah, but but you never see him lounging. I mean, in a regular chair. <laughs> in a, 
in a or very a marble, a very like I found it and I love it at Home Depot for my countertops type marble. Yeah, like I mean, look the 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 Tie Fighter, sure, it's a little cramped, little space, but that didn't seem out of place. The, the his little meditation egg doesn't seem out of place either. It's really so, off-putting because you don't think about the fact that he's just kind of sitting in there. He just sitting there, just kind of frumpy. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things I'm going to come off the top about this is Darth Vader has such a cool silhouette, but you still need to play with it because you get certain angles on him and he don't look, <laughs> he don't look that cool. And, Are you and, talking about lighting him from below? Yeah. Like, yeah what see, the fuck was that? When you see his, I thought the same thing. It kind of looks like he's got like a turkey waddle or something. It's just, or it looks like he has a very sort of a minimal chin. There's something much less intimidating by a, a bottom lit Vader. Yeah, like you, if like if I caught him from that position, I'd probably chuckle. <laughs> He'd still kill me, but I chuckle and I'd be yeah. okay with it. Yeah, no, he, it, it's, maybe, maybe that's why they haven't done a Darth Vader full movie yet. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely kind of like, ooh, this is like, we get a lot more Darth Vader, for better or for worse. Like, I don't know, I still am enjoying the show a lot. I think this episode in particular had several, there were several moments of it that I found myself laughing at the show instead of with the show. And I think there were uh, several aspects of it that maybe were supposed to be cool, but it, it, I had too many questions in my mind. So I wasn't really uh, paying attention to the story, but there, this one is a little interesting. This episode three, this is a, yeah. Um, well, it was funny. I mean, no, we'll just just jump around, yeah, right? Of course, we're, we're gonna we're gonna house of pain this. Um, yep, <laughs> this is a house of pain recap style recap. Yeah. So please note that in in your logs, yeah, students. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look them up first, and then you'll get, hopefully get it. Like, mm. um, this episode for me was definitely not my favorite, especially like when we were talking last week. And we're just like, well, you know, it's a pity that they'll never meet. <laughs> or that we said, if they do meet, it'll be very bad for <laughs> what comes and, after. And I feel like that, that we were very prophetic or whatever, if that is how you say the word, in the fact that, yeah, I didn't enjoy this at all, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So you're yeah. saying like it, the oh well, let's just let's just talk about. I'll, I'll be very interested to hear you just talk it out, and we'll see kind of where that overall feeling is coming from. Okay, well obviously you know I am a child of the original trilogy. That is what it, it baked into my soul, and the meeting between Obi Wan and Darth Vader felt like something that took you know I don't know 18 years from the last time they met, but now it's just been because of this. It's been eight years since the last time they met, you know, from uh -huh. that one. And while the line, so I'm going to tell you, I watched this and then I immediately watched A New Hope in that scene to see how the lines matched up. And they do, technically. It just doesn't, it feels like it diminishes that moment 
um, in A New Hope. The yeah, well, I agree. Oh yeah, please continue. No, I was just like it. Just really felt like it dampered that. Um, I liked. Obviously, I like seeing Darth Vader just kind of do his thing, but then a lot of the things that he did, I was just kind of like, huh? What's this? Why well, is let's, he? Uh... Let's go back to the <sighs> real quick. Let's go back to the yeah, moment yeah, you're you talking about of, yeah, of him when he is the sort of matching up with their encounter that comes later. Uh, so, like for me, it it really makes the encounter that comes later make no sense. Especially since he says, like, when we last time we met, I was but uh, the student, now I am the master. It's like, no, last time you met, you just, you kicked his ass. He should, they should go back and change the line when Darth Vader is talking to Obi-Wan and goes, <laughs> remember that time? Oh, wait, hold on. <sighs> remember that time I kicked your ass in the quarry? <laughs> Oh, Remember? look who's back. Oh, you're coming here back for round for more. two. <laughs> yeah, so I might have lit a fire. There's but then nowhere to run. From, there's nowhere to not only run, but to evade it like the sides, or I don't know, I could probably walk through it, but I won't. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to sit here. Yeah, it. That definitely, that line doesn't match up one-to-one. Like, when I left you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Yeah, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, because uh, they had, I mean, is because now this makes me think this isn't going to be the last time they encounter each other. Yeah, and I'm already real pissed about that. Because <laughs> it'd be like, the last couple of times we met, it was kind of like, you know, uh, uh, a draw, sort of. I kicked your ass. I bet next time we meet, you're going to be a little more prepared and it'll be a little more of a challenge. Uh, anyway, so that kind of happened. But anyway, we're now we're old. You're going you're gonna to cut my leg, leg off again, and that'll be fine. I'll just get another one, you yeah. know. <laughs> it, it, it'll it, it'll do a, do a tit for tat, you know what I mean? It. I felt like this episode could have been a lot more powerful if it was just Darth Vader pursuing Obi-Wan, but with Obi-Wan not, like, just either staying a, a step ahead of him yeah, or throwing shit in his way. Yeah, the fact that it was just, like, lightsaber. And I'm like, how the fuck... Did Darth Vader get all the way over to that quarry? You see how that dude walks? Uh, so, like, yeah. Oh, oh, shit, Can we talk dude. a minute about the quarry of it all? Uh, yeah. So I was very disappointed to see just a bog-standard rock quarry in Star Wars. Uh, I, I was really thinking, like, wow, this is so weird. Because I don't think I ever would have thought that Star Wars would be kind of biting Star Trek's rock quarry game. You know, what I, mean? Like, I mean, it took him for a while. It took him a while, though. Yeah, I guess that's the kind of the product of getting more Star Wars TV shows. Mm. But like, we like because this is just a a rock quarry ass rock quarry. There is like, there's those machines we all know that are in a rock rock quarry in the background. Yep, and it's just a bunch of pebbles. <laughs> like, I yeah, know they're making cement there. You know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's supposed to be a mining planet, so a lot of this sort of makes sense. And they do shoot it at nighttime, so and they like have the lights on the you know the 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 rock sorting or you know moving devices. But it's just like it is such a a real world image. It looked like I was kind of I was watching like a 
a Michael Mann movie or you know like a, <laughs> it's like I was watching uh what is that one with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx uh, Collateral Collateral yeah it looked like I was watching a part of in Collateral which is I guess cool to to have in uh you know in the Star Wars universe but that was very distracting I expected like a camera to sweep by and then like be filming Power Rangers in the background. It it it, it feels like I've camped out there you know like when i used to do wasteland weekend i'm like i've been to a few of these spots i've seen that hill before oh like you all mean that like stuff when they were on the planet when just yeah, like, yeah when they were on the, the planet Rockbury, but the planet in general yeah they just the random planet i was just like i've i've lived i feel like i've literally been there like you film that shit in the mojave desert somewhere like it it, it is a little a little disconcerting, I guess. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, at least it was a different type of desert this time around. There was some foliage, but yeah, this. I mean, this episode, you know, which should have been like my jam. You know, I have a little shelf to Darth Vader. I have Darth Vader's helmet. I got a Darth Vader hot toy. I for one of the most evilest bad dudes in movie cinema history i got a lot of his stuff in my office and this this should have been my episode but instead i was just like yeah well there's some pretty big plot holes in the the episode too like we learn kind of halfway through or maybe you know a quarter of the way through that i'm reva um she has (laughs) (laughs) she has like she knows what transport he's on and has tracked where he's going, but she doesn't have stormtroopers meet him at the like she knows where the thing is gonna touch down. But just droids meet them when he when he arrives. It takes them forever. It takes them until they send a probe down there to see him for them to actually respond. But it seems like that's incongruous with what that you learned earlier when she's at that place from the Jedi Fallen Order game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which. Was cool to see the yeah. fallen fallen order headquarters. Why not? Um, yeah, maybe that lends more uh, credence to your Cal Kestis in this season uh, prediction from last episode. See, I would have had Cal Kestis do, fight Darth Vader and die. And, <laughs> yeah, and die. So then you know how the next game that's going to come out is going to go. <laughs> you know what? What should happen in that game is you go through a bunch of bullshit. And then finally, how it ends is a door opens and Darth Vader's right there. And he's he talks to, you know, his, his droid and he's just like, I got a good feeling about this. And then you just look at the episode five and he just like murked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, Obi-Wan's just get, getting beat down and Cal Kestis jumps out and he's like, ha ha, here I am. Oh, and he just gets chopped in half. Yeah, he, he gets, gets kid out. <laughs> I was gonna say he gets fistoed. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he gets totally fist. Yeah, well, I mean that would be. A... <laughs> I mean, there's no he... way they're gonna do that. They're still making money on those games. He's uh, Calcasus is safe for now, but uh, yeah, and like then having Obi Wan walk around on that same Mojave Desert planet. Uh, and like he's a hill over from a bunch of stormtroopers. <laughs> like they are, they're so out in the open and exposed. It's it, on, an, on a planet with such crazy imperial presence. It's 
it's incredible how long it takes Vader and the Inquisitors to get there. I mean, I guess there's space traffic or something. Who knows? Um, yeah, look, the whole sequence was weird when he met, uh, what, Freck? The, uh... Ah, uh, yes, Zach Braff, the Mole Man. Yeah, you know, when he meets him, and it's just like, oh, this is another episode of Obi-Wan just kind of riding on a transport. Okay. <laughs> well, he's just this, sitting this in the back a, of something getting driven somewhere. This is a racist transport. He's got uh he's got that stars and bars Confederate flag on the back of Oh leg. yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's a homemade. <laughs> yeah. he's like, hey Imperial guys, I love the Empire. <laughs> you know it. Look at my flag. Woo! Eighteen I thought, years. <laughs> I thought this was a uh I thought this was a fun episode of uh, people not being able to get around like minor blocks. In front of Holy them. shit! Yes, what the laser fence? <laughs> there's literally like on one side there's like four feet of of clearance, on the other side there's two feet. Easily could just skirt around it. He they take the time to blow it up and deactivate it. What is going on? I that shot. Or that action would have been made a lot better if there was not an overhead shot beforehand showing you all that space on either side. Like, if you just assumed it went in the rock, sure, shoot the fucking lasers. Or just CG some rocks in there. You could do it. Something. But the fact that there's just these gaps. Oh, yeah, I can easily get through there. No problem. Because it's not like they had a vehicle or anything that they, they could have walked around it. And it's the same thing. You brought this up briefly earlier, but it's the same thing with the fire in the quarry. Oh like, my god! All that Vader has to do is walk. His maybe he doesn't want to scuff his boots, but all he has to do is walk around on some rocks to go around the fire. Because like they make a big deal about uh, Obi Wan's ally shooting the rocks again, and I guess that makes the fire higher. Yeah, uh, like the science. It's like the science goes. And then Vader's just like, oh, next time. Oh, I'll get you. But it's like, it'll take you 30 seconds, my dude. You'll be able to get around this fire. Or, like, make it scary and have him just fucking walk through it. Like, that's metal as shit. If you just had. Sure, yeah. You know, he just walks through it, and then you could have, like, someone drop a bunch of rocks on top of Vader so then they can get away. (laughs) Or, yeah, I mean, but there's no, it's such a wide open space. They kind of don't show that side of the fire to try to make it seem like, oh, no, he's not getting around there. No, but you can see where the fire ends and the rock begins, and you're like, oh, you can walk the 12 feet, the go around, and just walk the three feet width that this fire is or whatever it it just it does look really fucking silly they also don't help themselves by having obi-wan like injured obi-wan uh on the other side of the fire and having that big uh binary load lifter robot take forever to get like it seems like it cuts back between uh vader and obi-wan just like five or six times (laughs) like it's taking him so long to get away I bet, like, the stormtroopers are just, like, they're kind of, like, motioning. They're like, should we just go around? Vader's just standing here looking at this robot slowly walk away with the Well, we could just go around. I don't, I feel weird doing it without him doing it first. Let's just wait here. Do you, do you want to, we could shoot through it. 
Lord wow. Vader. Yeah, I mean, like, la- we, lasers. Fire doesn't stop uh, lasers, so. Yeah, we can. Just, we could just do it. <laughs> yeah, and we got the whole stun thing, too. So, like, you, you can just want shoot him with this the, time, Obi Wan. <laughs> you sure about this? I mean, he's right there. He's like, literally right there. <laughs> he's not even walking, he's just up. Smash cut to two stormtroopers with their windpipes crushed. <laughs> yeah, it just was like the whole, the whole, that the whole fight. Like, I mean, I know part of it's the show. Obi Wan doesn't really have the will to fight or the want to fight, right? Like, that's been he's certainly lost his edge. <laughs> you know, you got to practice the skill, everyone out there, if you want to keep it and make sure you're good at it. You know, and then like just watching like Vader kind of fuck him up but like fuck him up in a real weird way you know, well like, he definitely gonna... was being he was being an interesting amalgam of the original trilogy vader and anakin from the uh from the prequel trilogy because he has just like an insane flair for the dramatic in this episode like he definitely he could have killed obi-wan at any number of points but he wants to toy with him he wants to burn him like he burned this is someone who is like Obi Wan is living in Vader's head rent free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean I get that. I get that. But at the same time, this I think he leaves more prequel Vader, where you just kind of like, eh, that's questionable, Vader. I'm sorry that 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 was a poor move of lighting a rock quarry partially on fire and then just kind of dragging him through it. it seems yeah. like the poor poor man's Mustafar. It's definitely not a river of lava. Uh, you, that much, I, I definitely agree. It was sort of, it was fairly horrifying. And I have to, I want to give props to Hayden Christensen for his uh, his work in the suit. I think mm. he is, no, <laughs> I think he's doing, I think his body language is really, is really improved from the last time we saw him as Vader. Well, I mean, last time we saw him as Vader, he literally just crossed his arms. Well, no, you did the Frankenstein walk. <laughs> Don't forget the Frankenstein walk. Oh, no, I chose to forget that. Okay, so, <laughs> fine. Frankenstein walk and then folding his arms. So let's just not go sit there and be like, oh, he's done a lot of great suit work. This is better. But I felt like that part when he was looking at the fire, right? Like, I felt like if it was David Prowse, you know, the original dude in the suit, like, I would have got the sense of, like, all right, fuck this. And then he turns around like frustrated. This one was just like, I hate sand. Or just like, oh, mm. fire. It made me what I am today. Uh, like it almost was like he was Frankenstein afraid of fire. Well, he's he just like, recoil. He definitely was just kind of basking in the dramatic lighting. Uh, but I thought his like the way that he marched, I thought was very reminiscent of the David Prowse. Vader, that was fine. And the way that that kind of like splayed the cape out and it just like barely touches the top of the the ground. I thought that was very, that felt that very authentic. I, all his it, motions with like when he was just torturing and killing random town people, I thought that part was rad. That was very, that's like the Vader, that's like a Vader I would be afraid of. He's just literally dragging someone across the ground. I, I agree with you. It was... It sounds weird when you're talking about such an asshole dickhead, but like it was fun to see Vader be Vader. I still had problems with how that was shot as well. Um, cause it was too upwards. And while the lighting was better for it, 
I just felt like you could choose better angles to make Vader look even more evil at that point. So that's that. But it was cool just seeing like, oh, yeah, he just broke that kid's neck. He didn't even like, he didn't, he didn't even wait. He just. Yeah. But, uh, and what did you think of, uh, so I think it's, I think it's, conf- it's not officially confirmed, but from what I've read, they de-aged James Earl Jones' voice. It is him doing the the lines, but they use the same de-aging technology they used in that uh Boba Fett Book of Boba Fett episode on Luke. Uh it sounded fine. Yeah, I thought it sounded they did a good job. It wasn't like as uh <laughs> it wasn't as dramatic, it didn't feel like. They kind of struck a good balance. I mean, he always has a, it's like, it's always layered with something. So like you hear him, but there's always like that, like mechanical breathing that you always get with Vader. So having like a, a, a modulated voice wouldn't be the worst thing, but I think they did a, a clean job. I'm glad they got James Earl Jones to do it. And, you know, might as well. He's still with us, you know, so have him do his thing. But uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. And I liked the uh, I liked Vader saying that uh, he is what uh, Obi Wan made him to be. I thought that was a really cool. That is 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 sort of at least in part true, and so I thought that that was a, a cool line. And having him say it must have really devastated Obi Wan. So it was a, a pretty cool moment as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the shit he said was like hundred percent Vader. Yeah. Like I almost wish as he was dragging Obi Wan through the fire. He could have just, we could have got a Hayden Christensen line. It was like, this is where the fun begins. Oh, that would have been cool. I right. mean, it's already kind of like into corny territory with all the weird stuff that happened before. Might as well you, take it all the way. Yeah, you just might as well like, no, we acknowledge the memes. You know, we, we know they're out there, so let's just, you know, just have them go for it. You're making fun of me. Yeah. I do have to admit they're the lightsabers that they have now are amazing as you know, how they do the lighting because they're just that bright. Oh yeah. Like the, like the prop lightsabers, like the, the watching the shadows and the light moving on the, on the ground was really cool and super vibrant. It seems then, like they're doing them mostly in like practical. It's, it's practical. Yeah. yeah. It's like 90% practical, you know, touched up here and there because uh, I was watching like the the making of one of those shows, and they showed um, uh, Ahsoka's from Mandalorian, and that thing was just like boom, like just uber fucking bright, and yeah. even like Luke's was just like a vibrant green. So it was really cool to kind of see these. Uh... Oh, even the dark saber, that fucking thing lights up too, and you're like, holy shit, this lights up really well. It's it's amazing, like how well the technology's gotten for this. <clears throat> and it works so much. But I like the I really liked seeing Obi-Wan and Vader with the same lighting visual language as that you got introduced to in The Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Mm-hmm. It's like that like you have good and evil, blue and red and they are uh, just bathing their wielders in like that super rich saturated light. So, I did appreciate that as well, even though like, you know, the actual lightsaber battle itself was was one that is, was meant to be more sad, I think, than cool, and definitely succeeded in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I get showing 
Obi-Wan be, you know, like I said, he has to find the spark for himself. Yeah, and we know he does. So that Wait. kind of gives you a little bit more confidence to go along with this ride. Yeah, it's just like I said, I just, I, I think there was a real good opportunity to really do like a real like boogeyman type of episode with, you know, like the past catching up with Obi-Wan and not quite getting there, but kind of seeing where, you know, his former brother quote unquote brother has fallen to and it could have been real fucking spooky and terrifying that way. I'm surprised it happens halfway through the season too. Uh because I thought for sure, like you said, it would be this thing that's sort of hanging over the entire like series of episodes, but maybe that's the motivational spark that he needs, the fact that he's being hunted by Vader and he gets away in the end, but he, they never make contact. That kind of cat and mouse I think would have been really interesting. Uh, but now it's like the cat, the mouse, the cat has caught the mouse and is just playing with it at this point. And you're like, come on, it's going to get loose in the house. Just do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm there with you. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the episodes play out. You know, I don't know. Uh, I think the first two episodes are really strong. I really love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this third episode is a bit of a stumble. I, there was just too much of it that was not great. I did like we got Quinlan Voss update. That's fun. That's yeah. That was a cool little name drop. Um, I I I'm still. I, I think uh, the actress who's playing Leia is great. Yeah, and, she uh, is fantastic. What a bright spot of that show. And I keep uh, liking like Inquisitor. Reva. I'm Reva. Yeah. yeah. More and you, more. So what do you think is going to happen with Grand Inquisitor? I think he's going to come back. I think he's a, a clone or his brother or something like you can't. I would hope they would not retcon that. Cause I, I mean, it. I, there's no way they're retconning it. I I'm calling that right now. So, like, I'm really hoping that he shows up in some regards or, like, like yeah, it's his brother or clone or something that kind of just gets us back to normal. Here's what, Gets here's us my, back to the timeline. I, I agree. Here's my terrible... Here, I'm going to put it in wax. Here's my terrible uh, prediction of what's going to happen. Uh, I think... Uh, I'm Reva is going to... Um, she is going to either mess up or, I mean, she's definitely going to mess up because we know Obi-Wan gets away. And and then Vader is just going to very, like, you will think that they have had some rapport or something, and then Vader's just going to be like, nah, I cloned the old Grand Inquisitor. He's back. Uh, now kill her. And it'll be a real crazy moment of betrayal. Or I'm Reva will get away. And maybe, maybe that's the, her arc, right? She was a youngling, and then, and then she goes back to the light side, or she sacrifices herself or something. I just did three different predictions. So I'm really hedging my bets. Well, I'm going to hope for all three of those to come true, and I think they'll be good. Um, if I had to do – here, I'm going to do the glasses half-empty projection. Ooh, okay. The grand, the grand Inquisitor doesn't come back. They just don't ever talk about it again. <laughs> and they just didn't have a plan. They're like somebody just, really screwed up on, on like looking continuity. back at the, the canon books and was like, "Uh oh, that's not what yeah. we filmed." Yeah, someone fucked up, or 
like at the end or at the middle of season two, if this ever gets a season two, that's when the uh, the new Grand Inquisitor shows up. Okay, yeah, I think those are both those are equally possible. I feel like I don't really know after what happened in episode three. I don't even know what to expect. Truly, yeah. I mean, me neither. I'm in for the ride, but uh, I'm less positive about the success of this particular ride after that last episode. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Though I have pre-ordered my Inquisitor, it's Reva action figure. (laughs) That's awesome. So there you go. Yeah, she is. uh, She's killing it. Uh, That is like she embodies the Sith. ethos of like uh ambition and rage and wrath and like she is so like her uh anger is so it feels so like authentically deep-seated and simmering all the time is she is just such a an effective evil character i really love how what she's doing with the role agreed and i love the fucking outfit i love it yeah it's probably my my favorite like newish outfit for the Star Wars universe that I was just like, yeah, that looks dope. Yeah, so. totally agree. So we'll see. We'll 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 keep updating you on uh, our thoughts on the show as it goes along, especially if crazy stuff happens. Uh, but as we promised a couple episodes ago, and we talked about briefly on last episode, John has finally seen Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Not even the COVID tried to it attacked you. It tried to keep you away. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you said no. I mean, I, obviously you were responsible. You waited until you tested negative, and you waited the uh, more than the allotted time to actually go back to the theater. But uh, but you did finally get to to see it. So what'd you think? It's a movie. It's a movie. Thanks, everyone. Uh- <laughs> <sighs> no, it was. It was. I mean, overall, it was fun. Um. I had a lot of, you know, a lot of fun with it. Uh, just right off the rip again. I know we gave the spoilers, but more spoilers just because I feel responsible for that. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. My favorite parts was the fact that I got to see Sam Raimi be Sam Raimi, and it wasn't as throttled back as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought that too. It was just super fun to see a Sam Raimi movie again, and I don't think I had really considered up until that point how much I miss his style of filmmaking. I, I mean, I you know, ever since he's gone a quote-unquote legit, it's been tougher to get, like, just, like, horror Raimi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just just going for it, and I was really impressed with what marvel let him do um even within this film uh it's definitely the most rugged in terms of violence marvel movie i feel like we've gotten to date oh yeah 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 yeah. i mean my favorite part is really fucked up but it is absolutely my favorite part uh well go ahead tell us don't leave us in uh (laughs) don't leave us in suspense that's when um um black bolt his mouth is shut by wanda's reality warping abilities and he's about to scream and he blows his brains out (laughs) and it's all contained within the suit and it's the grotiest 
looking thing that could have been obviously a lot more visually grody, but this was a lot where you just like see his the the the, the costume cap like move up as his braid is there, and I just started laughing uncontrollably. Um, <laughs> I, I it fucking it cracked me up. Um, but oddly enough, it's still strange by how much restraint there was in a movie called Multiverse of Madness. Like, it feels like it could have gone a lot more, like, zanier. But they focused on real, like, key moments and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I think at, at the end of the day, like, you only have so much budget. And you only have so much time. And they kind of, they had some interesting, they definitely did you, they gave you a little bit of it, right? When he, they do that sequence where they are uh, crashing through a ton of different dimensions. You get to see little snippets and Easter eggs and stuff of all these different dimensions, including one that is entirely made of paint. Uh, Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And uh, I thought the one that was totally destroyed by an incursion was a neat visual. It kind of reminded me of the how Loki felt and looked in those in that mm-hmm, final mm-hmm. Uh, spot. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, I liked it too. I thought it was. It's where would you say it ranks in like your Marvel Panther? Is it in the top? Or or middle or bottom of the of like where you're how you evaluate all the movies that have come out so far. Middle, middle. I think it's like I think for me it's like low top. Like it's like it's just eking into the top. How about high middle? High middle, so yeah, close it's to the, the low top. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I mean, I definitely. So there are just some parts of this that I really enjoyed. So I, a lot of people don't realize. I really do like Doctor Strange um, as a character because he's he's just like magic Tony Stark to me. That's just how I always viewed him. But and not um, just from a Luke standpoint either. Yeah, but you know, like, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch does an amazing job as Doctor Strange. It was I a really, great cast, yeah, yeah. So I really enjoy just watching him play Doctor Strange. So it's very high on the list. This is definitely I like this one more than I like the first one. Yeah. Um, just because, like I said, I like the, uh, the shift into like the macabre, but there are just some images in this that I just like, that are so striking, like, um, zombie strange. That was super creative, right? Having him possess the dead body. Cause I saw that, that zombie strange in the trailer. I thought it was going to be a whole different character, but like having the defender strange from the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. Die and then having just his corpse be the star of this, the end of section of this movie, I thought was really unexpected. I really caught me by surprise. Yeah, but exactly like so. I saw the teaser at the end of uh, uh, what No Way Home, yeah, right? That's the only thing I've ever seen a Doctor Strange. I didn't watch anything else, so that's all I had, and I burned all of that from my brain so i didn't even realize there was a fucking zombie doctor strange was in it but to see him and then like when they have like the cape made out of demons and then the like the skeletal art like the demon arms mimicking that look that he had in infinity war with all the different arms and shit i like that is burnt that is now you want to talk about living rent free in someone's head that's been living rent free in my head since I've seen it. 
I love it. And when I was leaving the theater, I was talking to my brother-in-law. So I can't wait to get that hot toy. And then sure enough, hot toy is making that one. Cause it's just like, it's so visually compelling that, yeah. and it just having the, and the spirits as the Cape, it was it, incredible. Uh, I, I, th- I loved that, that sort of conceit there with, uh, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, that's sort of the Christine actress. Palmer. Christine. Right, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. You're thinking uh, Rachel McAdams. I'm thinking of her actual name. Uh, but having her uh, like tell him, you know, you know, you're a hey, guess what? You're a wizard, so maybe just use this. You could just bend them to your will. And then he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> of course I, I can. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, he can. Hell yeah, he can. Take that, you dumb little ghosts. Go back <laughs> to uh, Harry Potter knockoff ghosts. Get out of here. Yo, wizard, strange. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, I just, it was, a like I said, it was just fun. I don't really know how much more it has moved or if it's moved the, uh, the MCU really in any direction other than introducing American Chavez, which I thought was great. Yes. Um, so like, you know, having a Reed Richards in there was cool. Um, they are making a Fantastic Four movie, right? They've announced that they showed that at the upfronts a long time ago. I think that's yeah, still in production. I would hope so, but is it John Krasinski? I mean, so they. I wasn't they, mad at that casting. I wouldn't. I think that. I mean, I think he did a great job in the in the amount of time that we saw him. I was blown away by that because I had no idea it was coming, and uh, it's funny because everyone thought through that when they saw Captain Marvel that brief glimpse of Captain Marvel in the teaser they thought oh for sure uh that's superior Iron Man which is like a one of the forms that uh that Tony Stark takes in the comics that looks very mm-hmm. similar if you were to sort of just glimpse it uh, you know a millisecond and pause it on a trailer it does kind of share some of the same design language uh and so everyone was convinced that was going to be the big spoiler. And of course, in the trailers, they spoiled that uh, even in the teaser, they had Patrick Stewart's voice in it. So it's like they weren't keeping that under wraps at all. Uh, but it was real. That was really shocking how they were able to kind of like, I guess maybe they didn't deny at all those rumors about Tom Cruise. That would just kept people on the wrong trail for so long. And see, so I. So for me, uh, Krasinski was spoiled by Twitter. Right, just you a, said that. That sucks. Just a straight random like retweet from someone else, and I was just like, seriously? How'd this show up on my feed? I only follow people who cook food and wrestlers. How's this spoiling? <laughs> um, so that was spoiled for me. I knew that we were going to see Captain Carter. It just felt like between the what if that... Yeah, she and the fact there was like casting news. Oh, they mentioned that was also very uh, surprising to me. It's funny that I I, I didn't catch on to that. I wish it would have been all like surprising. Uh, Patrick Stewart, I didn't know his voice was, I didn't even hear it, so I did whatever. So that was nice to see him as I guess I'm just assuming, and you were talking about this a little bit, it's just um, the animated series Professor X we're thinking. That's my assumption. Based on the music sting, based on the wheelchair, the type of mobility device that he has, 
I do believe we saw the animated X-Men, the animated series, Professor X get his skull fully ripped in half. I'm, I'm okay with that. And not the, <laughs> yeah. And not yeah. the in half that you think you do the other way horizontally in half yeah it's like yeah it's a little bit of bifurcation right there a little bit but not the way you'd think yeah yeah. (laughs) not down the center no no just kind of like he he was a flappy jaw after after that yeah i i mean it even it seemed like it even started maybe just below the nose but uh yeah well it seems like a good place to tear i guess yeah, i mean uh, if, if you're yeah. a crazy witch monster you can do whatever you want obviously uh but yeah that part was very disturbing it was that part definitely lived with me for a week afterwards i would think about all the because i didn't it didn't necess i had no emotional connection to those characters and the their actions up until that point made me kind of think they were kind of dicks anyway <laughs> it was like these guys kind of suck uh, having them all like have defeated Thanos and and uh, you know in that in that cool sort of like alternate uh, Infinity War scene that they had, and they're just like this is the only way. Strange, <laughs> you're gonna get atomized by Black Bolt here. That's this is fair. It's like you guys are kind of dicks. So when they died, well, it was like it, I wasn't like I wasn't attached to the characters, but it was just so. Like, it was so upsetting the way that they were killed. Like, except, uh, except, um, Captain Marvel, the Captain Marvel of that universe, um, uh, Maria Rambo has the least creative death. And I just want to lodge a complaint about that right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually honestly didn't seem like if she fought Thanos, definitely seems like how she died in that would not be a way to take that character out no i mean yes exactly not at all because uh you're just getting a statue dropped on you didn't seem like that's that's the yeah she seemed like she'd be fine yeah i mean unless it's a statue that's made out of like captain marvel knight right like her kryptonite yeah maybe that's (laughs) maybe that's what really happened yeah it it's definitely not as satisfying I, i will say what was satisfying was turning um Scarlet Witch into the monster. Yeah, to, to, to Michael Myers, basically. <laughs> yeah, she is just great. Like, especially like when she possesses the body of another Wanda while she's in that land, and like it's just normal clothes and just kind of walking with that, like you know, messed up gait of hers, just covered in like viscera and stuff, just tearing through shit. I was like, yeah, that is oddly scary. That that's something I would not want to see chasing behind me. That's for sure. Yeah, it had some pretty effective horror chops. Uh, I mean, the writer has since talked about that scene where everyone dies, and and he said that the reason he did that was the same reason you do you see it in horror movies is that you need to kind of see the the villain do something like affect something that you would have always assumed is safe, and just yeah. like have that be no problem, and have them just be completely unconcerned with killing. Uh, these super powerful people, and then that just sort of sets the tone for the rest. You know how scary this person is now. 
Well, uh, yeah, there's a potential danger to the main characters. Yeah, right? at that like, point, nobody is safe. It's very, it's sort of how Game of Thrones operated. Like, right when they killed Sean Bean, you're like, oh, no, <laughs> everyone know If Sean Bean's gone, who is safe? Sean! Um, but, uh, <laughs> but... Mr. Bean, no! Mr. Bean... Mm-hmm. Oh, R.I.P. Um, no, he's still alive. Uh, but uh, I just—I'm just saying. I saw that trailer for Netflix's Man vs. B, and I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but um, I initially didn't really like the fact that they made her a villain. I've since kind of—I'm uh, since more on board with it. But at when I saw the movie, I was kind of like, well, that doesn't this kind of. I feel like we had an arc for her in WandaVision, and I realized at the end of WandaVision, you saw her with the Darkhold, but, and like, you know, in her full Scarlet Witch regalia, but, uh, like, I was like, this kind of, it doesn't totally discount the, the, the arc she had in WandaVision, but it definitely was like, oh, so she didn't, she's actually going more off the deep end, instead of being, like, you know, instead of really considering what she did to those people in, uh, in WandaVision and like, you know, how she was controlling them and how much of a nightmare it was and how she was really, it ended up being a villain. Like instead of sort of learning from that and growing from that, she just like doubled down. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm now I'm going to really get my kids and no one's going to stand in my way. Well, I think, Partially, I think we did see restraint because she just didn't flat out go after America herself, right? Like she sent like minions at first. So yeah. I th- at first, and then she's like, "Okay, well now I gotta get involved." But there was a compromise there. But I mean, her actions in uh, WandaVision, and then definitely the actions here reinforce the fact that I don't know. When I watched WandaVision, I was like, "Yeah, she's the bad guy." So. It makes sense, especially if you kind of follow the character's comic book history. Obviously, you know, like she's like what a nexus or used to be a nexus being or something like that, which means she's like closer to the fold than most, but also means super powerful beings can kind of take over and, you know, uh, use her as a conduit for their kind of thing as well. So I think that's probably partially what we're getting here Mm -hmm. so i'm not i'm not calling mephisto yet but i think mephisto is definitely going to be showing up (laughs) yeah i mean i thought i kind of thought he might show up in this one especially when even for a little bit but like when america uh opens up that dimension that looks just like hell and he and she's about to like leave wanda there i was like oh maybe we're just gonna get a guy to throw it in the background going hey (laughs) Looking like Darth Vader on the throne, yeah. just all kind of frumpy. <laughs> just, just bored. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I yeah, can't that's... wait for Reva to call. <laughs> Hurry up! Uh, I would like to see him just kind of tapping his fingers on the one arm of the throne, like like that's the one part you see Darth Vader being. Like, what does impatient. he do? Like, does he just take calls in that throne room and then just go walk over to the lava and look out? <laughs> Hmm. Right, right, right down there is where I burned. Well, right, there's mm-hmm. no one else in here. Yeah, I remember it was very painful. 
Uh, I screamed a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And all I said was, I hate you. And a bunch I, of spit came out. I think about that a lot, and I feel a lot uh, of shame. I wish I had a better comeback, honestly. <laughs> that's that's really my problem, was he just took, he stole my lightsaber and left. And why did I build this castle here to stare at my <laughs> greatest shame? And literally, my bedroom window just stares right out where my corpse was lying. This is and where you, I was born. Did you, oh, this is where you, did you say burned? No, born. That was also burned. Burned. <laughs> Bjorned. This is where I was Bjorned. This is where I was baby Bjorned. And then over here in the kitchen is where I, I guess, murdered Padme. <laughs> oh, he put his kitchen there? That sucks. Right? Just like right over and looking where he's like, yeah, poor placement. But it, look at look at the lava fall. That's cool, right? <laughs> The view is just to die for. The memories are bad, but the view is, makes it worthwhile. Now time for me to get my uh, gefilte fish looking self in my tank. Yeah, well, Wanda has a throne too in this movie. And uh, up at uh, Mount Wondagore. Uh, but uh, not a very good throne. It's more like a table. I mean, that's not. A, I mean, a table's not a throne. She does call it a throne in the movie, and I'm and like, she's she you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, it's not. No, I mean, close enough, I guess. Like, I wouldn't argue with uh, Scarlet Witch in any way, shape, or form. So sure, it's a especially not after she turned Mister Fantastic into to string cheese. Oh my god, that was funny as shit. <laughs> you really yeah, got was funny. Well, I especially like it because they. You know, I'm sure for effects reasons, or maybe because he indeed was supposed to be the Roger Corman, uh, never released uh, X Men movie version of that of uh, Mister Fantastic. Or sorry, Fan- Fantastic Four movie, not X Men movie. Uh, but uh, uh, they never they like because the Reed Richards of the comics, you know, could like take almost any form. Like he is super powerful in the way that he can, uh, you know, stretch and and change his body shape but this one it's just like slow hand slow extending hand that's all i've got wanda stop it's like okay well, he's definitely gonna die this guy just got nothing i mean but just getting turned into rubber bands damn yeah it's rugged and then the the fact that they have that little pop it seemed like to show is like oh here's his brain just exploding into confetti at the very end of him turning into uh, into rubber bands or string cheese was uh was quite disturbing. Although, I did see a very funny uh somebody made a mock up of a a the, Reed the, Richards the toy. from that. Yeah, and it's just a yeah. blue and black rubber bands in a in a blister pack. That's so good. I mean, I'd buy it. I'd have bought that. I'd hang that on my wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got sent that too. I mean. At least you know the movie is very memeable. Um, sure, and I thought America was fantastic. I thought the chemistry yeah. between America and Strange was uh, was really good and authentic. Even like with that other version of Strange that betrayed her, and I thought that was a real fun way to do some like quick character building and create some tension between the two characters that I I really appreciated. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, I had just met this character, the America Chavez character. I knew her from the comics, of course, but I just met this version. 
And I got like, I got the nerd chills at the end when she had her like, hey, that you can control your powers. You could do this uh, moment. And then she did and she got her confidence. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I, was, I was really loving it. Oh, yeah. No, it was a very quick ramp up for a character that, you know, when I was introduced to the character in the comic books, I was like, who's this? Yeah. And I instantly fell in love with the character. So I was like, are they going to be able to do this justice? Are they going to do this justice this quick? And why in this movie kind of made sense? But yeah, no, she was she is fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I mean, over my shoulder, I have her action figure already. It was the first one I bought. It was like, it's the only American Chavez figure I got, and it's worth it right there. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. I thought they did her I'm, costume well, too. It, it, it is as a really nice, nice homage to the comics. And uh, I thought it was a really effective way to tell her backstory with those memory devices. I was like, yep. what a cool, and since it's a different dimension, you don't, like, there's nothing to question there because it, it operates on different rules than the the reality that you're used to. So that was, I mean, it was obviously like they picked the memories that were picked were ones that were very important to the plot. So that is, uh, you know, it's, it's convenient, certainly, but it would make sense that both these people would think about these moments a lot, so... Yeah, no, I thought it was a, it, like you said, being a different universe, having its own spot, it was really easy just to say, yeah, okay, I guess that's what you have on the side of the street. Some people, you know, like Macy has, uh, you know, dogs in their window every once in a while. This place has memory disc. Why not? Let's just go for it. But it was better than, like, trying to spend like 10 minutes trying to explain backstory or they give you a reason when they could do it in two, you know, and both characters can kind of get to know each other through that same device. It, it was, it, it was smartly done for a movie that was like pretty, you know, quick paced. I, I didn't feel like the movie was like overtly long. No, um, no. It, same time. It would definitely like was it's a ride is the my the best way I can describe it. it you get on, you, you just kind of it sails through and you come out the other end being like, hey, it was fun. Exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, yeah, I, dug it. I would totally tell people who haven't seen it yet. Don't listen to this. Hope you didn't. But if you if you have seen it, you know, awesome. If you haven't seen it, definitely should watch it. It's it's a it's a fun romp. Um, I will say that I don't know if you necessarily need to see this in the theater. I disagree. I think that it is going to not be as good at home. I, I don't know. I think the I, visuals, I, the soundtrack. I think that it is a. I think there's movie. There's parts of it that if you think about it too much, it might start to kind of come apart at the seams for you. I think this is like a visual and auditory feast you got to see in the theater. I don't, I don't know. Everyone told me that and I was happy I did, um, you know, cause I, I definitely had to catch it and there are definitely some shots in there that pay off in the theater. And I saw it in a pretty good size uh, auditorium. Um, that being said, I don't, I, I don't know if it was like for me, Anyway, it was like one thing that I would 100% would have had to see in the theater. The caveat being, I see all Marvel movies in the theaters until Eternal 2 comes out. <laughs> and that one, I don't, I'll wait. I don't think we're going to get that movie. Okay, good. Well, you know, they, you know, Sony 
re-released Morbius for some reason. So. Oh man, that we could do a whole show about that sad thing where they don't. It's, someone at Sony doesn't understand how memes work, and uh, was like, "We gotta capitalize on this Morbius buzz. It's Morbid time, everybody. Let's go back to the theaters. Crickets, crickets." It was, yeah, they're like we're gonna release it in a thousand theaters, and I think it made eighty three thousand dollars on Friday. Yeah. On Friday, and if we were to spread that across all thousand theaters that it re-released in, that means the theater made eighty two dollars. Yeah, eighty two dollars <laughs> per theater. It's it's Morbin time. <laughs> it's <bu-oh. laughs> oh. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, oh. I bless them for trying, but uh, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if you can catch, if you have a choice between Morbius and Doctor Strange, definitely go down the Doctor Strange route. But uh, yeah, I think I think that the movie will not. I don't think I think that there are parts of the movie that when you're not going on that sort of theater ride, it'll be too easy to sort of pick apart. So that's why I recommend people see it in theaters, but. It's going to be coming to Disney uh, Plus, I think, at the end of this month or pretty soon. So you're going to – pretty soon it's going to be more convenient for you to do that. So, uh, you know, whatever. Do do it at your own risk. But uh, one last thing I think we should talk about. Uh, The End introduced Clea. Yeah. uh, From the Dark Dimension and a longtime uh, mainstay of this Doctor Strange comics, which I thought was cool. And a really big cast. Like, this, I mean, not only do we get, uh, you know, Captain Carter and Professor X and Mr. Fantastic plays by John Krasinski, but we also get Charlize Theron as Kalea. Wowza. That's going to be, I hope they're hinting at the next Doctor Strange movie because I want to see their adventures in the Dark Dimension. That would be cool as hell. Oh, I hope so. Um, that that was surprise. I'm glad that wasn't spoiled by any, anyone on the Twitters. Yeah, um, yeah it's cool to kind of see how that... It, it's kind of nice because, you know, he wrapped up his feelings for Christine in a way. Right. And this is kind of a... In the comics has been... They've even been married at some point, I think, in the comics. Clay and That is correct. That is correct. So it'll be totally interesting to see how the, they do do it. Um how the relationship forms and uh, that i don't is. think and we're gonna see him do it um, yeah that's what i i realized what i said i was like fuck god damn it <laughs> this is turning a lot bluer than the uh intro most likely will be um <laughs> good i'm glad to hear that yeah but uh we'll see but yeah no it, it'll be interesting to see you know what that next movie will be like i know benedict cumberbatch said he wants to keep playing this role for a while and it's kind of like one of those roles where you can, so... Yeah, I'd love to see old-ass Doctor Strange. Are you kidding me? He seems like a character because of, like, he's not wearing, like, a ridiculous skin-tight suit. He could just be as old as he wants and still be Doctor Strange. And I'm like, I buy it. Yeah, I'm all right. Like, soon you don't have to start dying. His hair will just be there naturally. Exactly. You're going to have to dye his hair black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... No, it was it was super enjoyable. I'm glad I got to see it. Um, obviously, looking forward to uh, Love and Thunder. I guess that's the next one coming out. Yep, in next month. So Marvel's going to keep swinging. We're getting Miss Marvel this upcoming week yes, as well. I can't wait. I saw. I, I I find the star of it to be super charming. She's been doing a lot of press. Uh, 
It's she's like the uh, female Tom Holland, I think almost. Oh, she's giving away secrets. No, 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 no. She's not uh, leaking like a sieve. No, certainly. It's uh, this is more of uh, just the same sort of chari- charisma and um, and just uh, enthusiasm for the role that uh, I think is, is sort of an infectious trait. So, uh, and the, I thought the trailer was fantastic, and uh, I like the, the way that they're doing her powers. I know there's some controversy about that, yeah. but if you're so doing a one fantastic thing, I don't floor, like. Well, if you're doing yeah. a Fantastic Four movie, you're not gonna you can't have just two people that have the exact same stuff. I mean, I get it, but I don't like it. I'll wait and I'll, I'm gonna hold judgment until after your I see judgment. it. Judgment, it might but, be okay. It's cosmic yeah. bands, and she's kind of, and she'll be in the Marvels. That I mean, makes more it makes more sort of thematic sense for this universe. Just wait till it have. You'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll be good. You gotta give space for it to be good. If you say so. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Yeah, you can have misgivings about it, of course. But I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm holding out hope that it's gonna be good. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, that's coming. There's lots of fun Marvel stuff coming, and we'll be here to cover it. So, any closing thoughts about Doctor Strange or anything else you wanted to say you didn't get to say? Uh, nope. I said it's a fun romp. Yeah. So, yeah, just go have fun with it. Yeah, I would love to hear everyone out there. If you'd like to join in the conversation, we'd love to hear your thoughts about it. Uh, and uh, see what you thought of the new Doctor Strange. Jump on into the Discord and discuss it under the spoiler section, just in case anyone hasn't seen it, and uh, and we can get to talking about it. But that's going to do it for us this week, so take it away, Forest from the Past. A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, uh past forest that'll get weird to get used to that's gonna call him producer forest thank you for that uh that uh lovely outro there uh remember folks don't confuse multiverse of madness with metaverse of madness both are the same damn thing but one will get you in trouble <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.